Helpe. <laughs> is that hello in it's Navi? Navi for hello. Oh man, this is a hot start. <laughs> I'm Erin. I'm Tom. And this is Baby's First Watch List, the podcast that is finally delving into the Sam Worthington filmography. <laughs> <laughs> First of many. <laughs> Today we have one of the biggest box offices of all time. And I'm saying one of because it's very complicated. It took me like half an hour to kind of sift through all of that. Just the, like the re-releases and the original yeah, the, and, like and things who, like that. Who actually, and if you, just for inflation, whatever. So I'm just saying one of the biggest box offices of all time. It's 2009's Avatar. Woo! Which is also apparently was called in promotions James Cameron's Avatar. Brilliant. Um, this sci-fi epic starring Sam Worthington, Zoe Saldana, and Sigourney Weaver was the brainchild of James Cameron, who directed, wrote, co-produced, and co-edited this yes. movie. He is also known for movies like Titanic, The Terminator and its sequel, Aliens, The Abyss, and True Lies, which was just on TV the other night. Yeah. The cinematographer of this movie was Mauro Fiore. He was also known for uh, one of our episodes. Really? He didn't. He wasn't the cinematographer of our episode, but he was the cinematographer for a movie that we covered. Pan's Labyrinth? No. Uh, hmm. It's like random. It's random. Yeah. Uh, my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Training day. Oh, okay. So that he works. Random. I think he works with Antoine Fuqua a lot. Okay. And he also just did his like latest big one is uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, nice. And he's also going to do the Madam Web. Who's that? Who's Madam Web? Madam Web. Um, Who pe- is Madam Web? She's like some like low, low tier Marvel villain that somebody famous is playing her. Okay. Uh, so it was like, oh, this person is getting a Marvel movie. Uh, who is it? Um, Dakota Johnson. Yeah, Dakota Johnson. Okay, yeah. So he's doing that one too. The music was by James Horner. You might recognize that name. He's known for Field of Dreams, Titanic, Glory, Apollo 13, and Braveheart. Okay, so Titanic. He died, though, like, in a plane crash. Oh, wow. When? Uh, 2015, I believe. Jeez. And he has a whole section of like uh musical integrity it's called or something like that on his wikipedia yeah so basically he used to take kind of like you know how you're not supposed to plagiarize your own paper right where you take stuff from previous papers yeah he used to do that with music parts and so like there's some of his movies later movies have things that are very similar to his past movies i don't find an issue with that so he argued that there's no issue yeah, I don't find an issue with that at all. Yeah. It's so. your it's your creative intellectual property. Why shouldn't you be able to use it? Well, that's what his argument was. Yeah. Good so he won two uh he won two Oscars for Titanic, for score and for My Heart Will Go On. Oh, was he like a co writer? I on think that? so. Cool. And he's known for the kind of like Celtic y stuff too. So he did Avatar, the score for Avatar. The development. Cameron assembled an all-star team for this movie, plus I himself. Mean, yeah, well, it was mainly himself. The main all-star. It's like Cameron, 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 and then Scotty Pippen. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the development of Avatar started way back in 1994. 
And it was supposed... Which is, uh, ironically enough, about the exact same amount of time between Avatar 1 and Avatar The Way of Water. Yeah. It was supposed to be released in 1999, but um, Cameron wasn't really happy with the technological advances at the time. Like, he was like, I read that. I think if I wait a little bit longer... He had done... Sorry, he had done um, T2 3D uh, right after Terminator 2 came out a couple years later. And it was like a little thing. And he was not happy with the way that it went. Everything was too bulky and everything. And he was like, I'm just going to wait for the technology to sort of catch up. Yeah, but the Terminator 2 ride at Universal slept. It's basically, that's what T2 3D was. Yeah, okay. Um, You know that like a guy drove a motorcycle onto the stage? In... In the ride. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been on. I've done it. So cool. That was uh, that was at Universal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did that last. And then time. the big head goes like. Rrr. We did that when we were there. Yeah, it was last so time fun. a few years ago. It's gone now, right? It's gone now. Yeah, RIP. It was so fun. Um, development of the Navi language started in two thousand five, um, and <laughs> which is just like why. <laughs> um, it is not as good as the uh, Game of Thrones language. The why? Dothraki. Why is the Game of Thrones Dothraki better? Why? Because the guy who made it, his wife's name was Aaron. Ah. And so Aaron in Dothraki means beautiful. Oh, yeah. So Dothraki will always be my favorite fake language. Yeah. So not Navi. What does Aaron mean in Navi? <laughs> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually do, I think, have a word for idiot. I think Zoe Saldana calls Sam Worthington all yeah. the time. Um. <laughs> The screenplay came together, started to come together the following year in 2006. Uh, and, of course, we know it came out late 2009. And it was supposed to come out May 2009, and then that got Oscar season. Too. Oscar season. Avatar has a devastating 162-minute <laughs> runtime. <laughs> As opposed to the apocalyptic 192 or whatever for Avatar The Way of Water. And it's exactly – I say it later on. Yes. <laughs> It premiered in December 2009, and it was a critical and commercial success. It had a truly wild $237 million budget, um, but it has made $2.923 billion. So far. <laughs> I don't understand. Um, it was the highest grossing at the time. Then in 2019, it was passed by... Uh, Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, which we saw in theaters. We did. That was good. And then... A Chinese re-release put Avatar back on. The oh box. yeah, they cheated it this this year or last year to get it I, back over. Yes, before the second one came uh-huh. out. Yeah, so it's back on top. Adjusted for inflation, though, it is the number two highest box office gross ever. The highest, if you adjust for inflation, has made well over three billion dollars. Titanic. No, it's from a very long time ago. Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind. Wow. Yes, from the 30s, which is a pretty racist movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it, <laughs> but I've only heard. The promotion for Avatar was insane. I had a lot of trouble like, <laughs> like with this Wikipedia page. I could not figure some of this stuff out. It's just like, it's crazy. Some estimated that it cost $150 million to advertise for Avatar. Just alone. to advertise. Just the, just the advertisements and the, like, the stuff that they Does did. Does that count in when you say the budget for this movie was this? That yes. counts the... Yes, it counts towards So it. that's like over half of it was the marketing? Yeah. So <laughs> first of all, Coca-Cola Zero, Coke Zero, did a whole thing with like specially marked bottles and like if you like scanned it, you could do like something in 3D. <laughs> Just like why? 
McDonald's had an advertise promotion where you upload a picture and then you can see yourself turn into a Navi, which it's like nowadays it's so dated because they have like the Snapchat avatar filter. They've got all that. Yeah. Well, maybe that it wasn't. It's not dated. It's not outdated. It was the precursor. Yes. There you go. The trailer release, a three and a half minute trailer release happened at the Cowboys field during a game. Why? <laughs> like at halftime? Why? I don't know. It must have been at halftime. And so that I'm sure they played it at the same time, like on whatever channel it was on. But it was like specifically like we're playing this at the Cowboys field. Three and a half minutes. That is insane. That is truly insane. There was a book that was released before a month before the movie. That's a 224 page field guide on Pandora, which is the setting of Avatar. But what? who needs that? <laughs> there were two other books that were released before the movie, including a children's scrapbook. What is <laughs> this is genius. By they the released way. a video game in early December 2009. I don't remember that at all, actually. Me either. I don't really remember Avatar doing anything. Avatar Mania. There was no Avatar Mania. Mattel did action figures. Um, there were Happy Meal Navi toys. And the France Post's office made stamps. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, it's like so hard to find info on this. Um, of course, in the post-Avatar Mania, there's an entire kind of mini land, mini Pandora in Disney World and Animal Kingdom, including two rides and a really good counter service lunch place one of my questions yeah oh Oh, well that was my food segment i want to talk about the restaurant perfect um and one of the rides is really good it's really good but the ride is four minutes like i love a four minute ride if avatar was four minutes if avatar was four minutes yo that would slap (laughs) (laughs) there is also a cirque du soleil prequel (laughs) show somewhere out there in the universe if you have ever if you've ever heard of this if you know anything about the Cirque du Soleil show please get in contact with us because I have to know more we have to have this person we have to have these people on the podcast there's also four novels planned like prequel novels is he, does he write them originally he was planned he planned to write them and then he gave it to somebody because I was gonna say if he writes these what is George R. R. Martin's excuse <laughs> exactly <laughs> while we're talking Game of Thrones so when it was released Avatar broke records but Wikipedia made sure that they said, even though a blizzard hit the East Coast opening weekend. <laughs> even Wikipedia is in this guy's pocket. I know. It hit a billion dollar profit on day 19. and <laughs> Day 19 post Avatar. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and $2 billion by the end of January. But Avatar tries to be fair and balanced. One thing that's important to know is that Avatar really took advantage of the more expensive IMAX and 3D tickets. So the gross right. is higher it's than... It's not like tickets sold. It, it's Yes, exactly. So the gross is kind of higher than a typical movie would be. And the international uh, gr- uh, gross was massive, too. It was, like, released in, like, a bajillion theaters. Like, yeah. a crazy... Like, 14,000 theaters or something. I remember uh, a couple weeks ago before Avatar 2 came out that they were talking about how in order for it to hit that... Two billion that that Cameron said had to be the minimum for them to make back the money. Uh, it had to do really, really well in China because yeah. China was their key. I read something on Wikipedia that South Korea had like an interactive movie theater experience where there would be like explosions and water <laughs> hitting you and stuff at the movie theater. <laughs> it's like 
You're just drenched when you walk in. You're 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 sitting there sopping wet for three and a half hours. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it is underwater, right? Wait, is it underwater? Think, oh no, the new one's underwater. The, I'm talking about the second one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, the first one, South Korea. Did oh, all that. okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Avatar currently has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics were super impressed with the technical aspects and are uh, they were disappointed with the story. Some of the themes in Avatar have gotten lots of attention, kind of the social and political discussions of it. I know the second one, there's a lot of controversy with some of Cameron's comments about Native American tribes. Is there? Um, and that's not good. Um, and... There were a lot of ideas from Avatar that um, people claim to have seen in other movies. Um, Fern Gully, Pocahontas, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, about that one. Which was also criticized, I believe, for its portrayals of... There you go. But uh, it said something on Wikipedia about how like James Cameron has always won cases of uh, like intellectual theft. So take- He's won everything. I mean, yeah. Not just cases of intellectual theft. Yeah. He's won it all. The Coca-Cola He's won wars. it all. <laughs> as far as accolades go, Avatar was nominated for nine Oscars. It won three of them. Didn't win Best Picture. It didn't. Um, I remember when that happened. That was nuts. Do you remember who won Best Picture? Yeah, of course. Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Yeah, And do you remember who won Director? Catherine Bigelow. Catherine Bigelow, his ex-wife, yep. which is kind of genius. Yep. Avatar was nominated, uh, yeah, for nine. It won Art Direction cinematography and visual effects okay i could see all those i think those are all fair yeah i actually think that the oscars kind of got it right i mean i don't remember the hurt locker i remember liking it then i but... remember no i'm just saying in them and avatar not winning. Oh, oh okay okay <laughs> regardless of what actually won yeah it won the golden globe for best motion picture drama and best director so it's an interesting thing that like the globes suck. The, I know, but it's interesting that the globes were like, yeah, give it all to Avatar, and then the Oscars were like, no, don't. Um, there was a period there for a few years where the globes would there would be a clear favor coming out of the globes, and it never won. It never yeah, won this yeah. We do a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, kind of tracking, not as much as uh, our friend uh, former guest of the pod yeah. Nick Pelesi. Yeah. Um, but. We do, uh, we do like to track it, and it is interesting. Um, it did Avatar win all ten of its nominations for the Saturn Awards, which, which is like the sci-fi, science fiction, yeah. fantasy, and horror. Okay, I've got one more paragraph here. This like it's wild. All this stuff on Avatar. There are like four sequels planned, at least. Um, the first of which, uh, The Way of Water, was released a few weeks ago. Avatar The Way of Water is half an hour longer than the original, so it's like three hours long, and it's doing pretty well at the box office. I am a little bit perplexed. Stunned. Um, I said the third one is pretty much fully filmed as well. Um, it's fully filmed. Apparently, there's a nine-hour cut of it that he sent to the studio. <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah. Um. I find apparently, wait, what about Avatar 4? Avatar 4, uh, he says goes nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, did the first two not go nuts? I mean, take that as you will. We're just really ramping it up. Um, I find Avatar absolutely fascinating because I find that it has had next to no cultural impact, <laughs> but somehow the sequel is making absolute bank. What is James Cameron? <laughs> Like, what's his deal, man? Like, how does he 
made these movies that have made so much money. It makes no sense. At least with like the previous movies, like like Titanic made sense. Tom, you watched Avatar three days ago. Name two characters. Natiri and Jake. Because I wrote the plot summary. <laughs> okay, you're right. I knew Jake. That is it. Yeah. Like literally. There, well, there's Jake. There's uh, Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. There's um, Owen from Dodgeball. Yeah, there's, and then uh, there's Michelle. The guy, then uh, Michelle Rodriguez. From, uh, Fast and Furious. There's the guy, the villain, who looks like the, the dude from Small Soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> like the doll? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know anything. I don't remember the plot. I don't know... There's well, you, no you, catchphrases. You've seen Fern Gully. Of course you remember the plot. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know a single, like, were there any famous lines? Mm, I'm the Avatar. Were there any, know. were there any, like. Like, at least you could point to Titanic. It had an iconic song. It had a bunch of quotes. Oh, my God. Terminator, Terminator 2 have a bunch of quotes. Yes. That you could just repeat all over and over and over again. Well, that's it. My comparison, I, like, make a direct comparison to Titanic because, of course, James Cameron that, and that was, was his, his previous movie, right? That was the or did he do one in between? I don't know, but I think that was his previous movie. So okay, you've got I'm King of the World. You got Paint Me Like One of Your French Girls. Right. You have Billy Zane, baby. Oh, just um, in general. You've got the you know oh would they fit on the uh, the door or not? Right. You know that whole thing. Right. You've got the uh, the My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. It, it just. Too many iconic moments yeah. to count in Titanic. Everyone saw it. It had two two VHS tapes. Yeah, I mean, and then like the Terminators, you get I'll be back. You get all the Arnold Sarah quotes from Connor the Sarah Connor is like this big hero. Yeah. I like Avatar has none of that. Nothing. Nothing. None of it. So how is how, why did everyone see it? I saw it in two thousand nine. Why did I see it? I believe that blue people. I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with blue people. Like I've loved Blue Man Group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as, I've seen Blue Man Group like four times. Yeah, and that, it also contributed to a great quote by uh, Tobias Funke in Arrested Development. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. Whatever. I just, I mean, okay, I'll get into it later on what, I, what my issues are with the blue people. Okay. Should I do the plot summary? Just do the plot summary. I, like, whatever. I don't even care. <sighs> I feel right. like you could do it in two seconds. No, I can't. Look what I got here. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So Buckle in. we're in the year 2154. Yeah, and, there's no reason for that either. And Earth's natural resources have been depleted. Ever the survivalists, we Earthlings, have been mining the valuable mineral. Oh, what is it? Unobtainium. <laughs> which is like, well, oh, my God. Well, apparently God. unobtainium is supposed to be like a widget. Like, they don't know exactly what it is, but it's like something that's really important. The name needs to be better than unobtainium. Yes. And it's like the fifth word that they say in the movie. Oh, help. Uh, help. And unobtainium is located on Pandora, which is a moon in the Alpha Centauri star system. Which is... How do you say help in Navi? <laughs> <laughs> Pandora is inhabited by the Navi, a civilization of 10-foot-tall blue-skinned humanoids that live harmoniously with nature. So they're aliens. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. To explore Pandora... Genetically matched human scientists use Navi-human hybrids called avatars that they access through machinery at their base. Paraplegic Marine Jake Sully, played by Sam Worthington, is sent to Pandora to replace his deceased identical twin who had signed up to be an operator. Avatar program head Dr. Grace Augustine, played by Sigourney Weaver, 
considers Sully inadequate, but nevertheless accepts him as a bodyguard. He's a former Marine who's yes. uh, a quadriplegic, right? Yeah. And he goes, he's like, hey, what are you talking about? But yeah. like, kind of. But kind of, and also... But he's also Australian. He's also Australian. Yeah. <laughs> um, while escorting the avatars of Grace and Dr. Norm Spellman, who is played by Joel David Moore, who is from Dodgeball, you probably know him from, uh, Jake's avatar, or avatar, I guess, Jake's avatar... Nobody is, knows him from avatar. ...is attacked by Pandoran wildlife, and he flees into the forest. At this point, when they can't evacuate him due to imminent nightfall, Grace and Norm leave Jake to fend for himself. Uh-huh. See you later, buddy. Uh, while Jake is on the precipice of disaster, he's rescued by the female Navi named Natiri, played by Zoe Saldana. Though suspicious of Jake, she nevertheless brings him back to her clan. The clan's spiritual leader and Natiri's mother, Moat, orders her daughter to initiate Jake into their society. Which, why? Why? I don't, and I didn't there's understand no that. reason for that. Anyway, back in the human world, Colonel Miles Quaritch, played by Stephen Lang, the head of the human security force promises Jake that they will restore the use of his legs, which is by unspecified means, if he provides information about the Navi and their gathering place, the giant home tree, under which is a rich deposit of unobtainium. Mm. Learning of this, Grace transfers herself, Jake, and Norm to an outpost. Meanwhile, as Jake learns from Natiri the ways of the Navi and continues to develop an attachment to athleticism and other physical activities he no longer has in his real life, he and Natiri begin to fall in love. While Jake is initiated into the tribe, he and Natiri choose each other as mates, even though Natiri is betrothed to Sute, the tribe's greatest warrior. When Jake attempts to disable a bulldozer which is threatening a sacred Navi site, the administrator orders Home Tree destroyed. I forgot who played the administrator. That's the guy who I thought was Sam Rockwell. Oh, okay. It was uh, Giovanni uh, Rubizi or something. Yeah. He's the guy who always looks like... No, he's not the guy who always looks like he's eyeliner on. He's the one from The Art of Self-Defense. Are you talking about the guy from uh, from Lost? Yeah. Looks like it, <laughs> the guy played Richard Alpert. He always looks like he's eyeliner he does. on. He does. <laughs> Which is why I knew exactly who you were talking about. Uh, Despite Grace's argument that destroying home tree could damage Pandora's biological neural network, which basically means that all the trees and the plant life and all of that interact with each other like a brain. Yeah, that's like my, my pinched nerve. Yeah, exactly. The administrator <laughs> gives Jake and Grace one hour to convince the Navi to evacuate. Jake Meanwhile, can- just by the way, so Gordy Weaver's in a Stanford t-shirt made for <laughs> her Navi size. And she has on... Oh, I'll tell. She has on the the braids that like... Little blonde girls go on like cruises and they get like, you know, the beads and the hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you, they come back and you're like, girl, you should not have gotten that. <laughs> she has, that's her Navi hairstyle. It's not okay. Jake confesses to the Navi that he was a spy, so they take him and Grace captive. Meanwhile, Quaritch's men destroy Home Tree, killing many, including Natiri's father, the clan chief. Oh, and I was like, oh, her mom died. I was yeah. like, so lost. <laughs> you said that the second time watching it. <laughs> Yeah. Like the other day. Yeah. Yes. Moat frees Jake and Grace, but they are detached from their avatars and imprisoned by Quaritch's forces. Pilot Trudy Chacon, played by Michelle Rodriguez, who just serves the only purposes of like making weird quips throughout the movie. She's like, oh, well, that's got to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> Disgusted. I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, exactly. Disgusted by Quaritch's brutality, she airlifts Jake, Grace, and Norm to Grace's outpost. Grace is shot during the escape. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Jake regains the Navi's trust by connecting his mind to a dragon-like creature feared and revered by the Navi, which I just straight up didn't write what it was called. Uh, At the Sacred Tree of Souls, which I think we are just introduced to at that point in the movie. (laughs) Five hours in. Jake pleads with Moa to heal Grace. 
Though they attempt to transfer Grace into her avatar with the aid of the Tree of Souls, again, totally unexplained, she dies. Oh, she died? She died. Oh, so she's not in the sequel. She is in the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Supported by new new chief, Sute, Jake unites the clan, telling them to gather all of the clans for battle. Courage organizes a strike against the Tree of Souls to demoralize the Na'vi. Meanwhile, Jake prays to Na'vi Deity Iwa via a neural connection with the Tree of Souls, though Sute and Trudy are among the battle's heavy casualties. I <laughs> just like it's, it's in English. No, I it's in Navi. I don't know what's going on. Suddenly, Pandora Wildlife unexpectedly join the attack and overwhelm the humans, which Natiri interprets as Awa answering Jake's prayer. Quaritch, wearing a mech suit, escapes his crashed aircraft and breaks open the Avatar Link unit containing Jake's human body, exposing it to Pandora's poisonous atmosphere. As Quaritch prepares to slit Jake's avatar's throat, he is killed by Neytiri. Neytiri saves Jake from suffocation, seeing his human form for the first time. With the exceptions of Jake, Norm, and a select few others, all humans are expelled from Pandora, and Jake is permanently transferred into his avatar with the aid of the Tree of Souls. Oh, yeah, and then the last thing, it's like... Avatar. He, like, goes, like... Like, his eyes open. It's the first one, too. First frame, too. He opens his eyes. As 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 a human. A human. Yeah. Wow, good bookend, James Cameron. Yep. The middle part... You know, yeah, but wow, that was, that was I don't remember any of that. That's Avatar, baby. I don't remember any. And of that. I was the one playing with the baby during the movie. Yeah, I was. It's not like you were distracted by. I was distracted by him. <laughs> yeah, that was. So wait, she's in the sequel. Sigourney. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she came back in here, but I didn't catch that in the plot summary. But she's definitely in the sequel. Okay. Um. My so... fit. Fa- my favorite thing about the sequel is what Edie Falco said. Oh, yeah, she filmed it like a billion years ago. She, she thought it just came out and didn't do well. She said, I don't know if this was the exact quote, but the headline I read was, Edie Falco said that she doesn't that she filmed Avatar four years ago and assumed that it already came out and flopped. Genius. Genius. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kate Winslet was like, I learned how to breathe underwater for nine minutes. <laughs> for Avatar 2, really? <laughs> oh, man. And jo- George Stephanopoulos was like, Oh, yeah, so you learned how to get new lungs? I was like, George. What? <laughs> he was on, she was on Good Morning America, and she was like, I learned how to breathe underwater for nine minutes. And he said, oh, so you learned how to get, like, a higher capacity lung? Like, as if it was nothing? Yeah, as like, he was like, oh, wow, that's not, like, she, basically he's saying that wasn't true. <laughs> and like, she You can't do that? Like, yeah, like, you can't do that. Right, and she right, just right, kind of right, smiled. Right. And I would have been like, George... How about you go underwater for nine minutes? How many Oscars do you have? How many Oscars do you have, George? (laughs) Actually, George's first movie was picked up at Sundance this year. So we'll see. One of it that he's producing. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe he'll get one. Oh, it's the it's the Judy is it the Judy Bloom documentary? It's one of the documentaries. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. I listen, I love That's coming out. I love Judy Bloom. Is that it? Well, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret was one of her books. There's a movie coming out. Oh, well, I'll watch it. Is that the one that he produced? No, it's, oh, okay. it's like Love Judy or something like that. Oh, okay. Oh, it's um, a, it's like about her. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay, I said my first thing I said is the papyrus is still jarring because Avatar's in papyrus font. Oh yeah, entirely. Yeah. The and Navi I, subtitles. The subtitles for any reels and TikToks you see from this episode will be in papyrus. Yes. So, in case you're not familiar, Tom wasn't. Years later, nine years, like almost a decade after Avatar came out, SNL had a really funny sketch where Ryan Gosling is just haunted by the papyrus font in Avatar. (laughs) It's very funny. And James Cameron was just asked about it, and he said he didn't know what papyrus font was. James Cameron said that? (laughs) 
<laughs> and he said he thought it just looked cool. <laughs> well, th- that makes sense because if he knew what it was and he knew the like the reputation it has of being like lame, yeah, then he wouldn't have used it. Yeah. Or maybe he would have. I don't know. Uh, who knows? He would have been like, oh, actually, I think it's the most clearest font that there is. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, it just speaks to me in Navi. Yeah, exactly. My first question was, why did James Cameron name this Avatar when there's already a well-known Avatar series? Because he's an alpha. I said Pandora would be an easy name. Pandora's already uh, was already was a it around diner? back then? <laughs> yeah, a diner, a local <laughs> diner in New Jersey. <laughs> no, it was also uh, it's already like the the the, the oh, music the jewelry thing. or the, and the music it's jewelry. Oh, and the music thing service. I don't know if that was around in. How come? They did, he didn't just like pick a new name. He made up a whole life. He should have named it Unobtainium. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just but why do you like, or, or Navi? I'm just very confused. Yeah, Navi. Why not Navi? Yeah, I was very confused. I also had not seen the Avatar: The Last Airbender series at this time. Yeah. Um, I have seen it now, and it's amazing. Go watch it. Uh, I was confused between the two. Yeah. And then the movie The Last Airbender came out. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. So there's Avatar The Last Airbender, there's Avatar, and there's The Last Airbender. Yeah. It just really got all messed up for me for a little while. So that's confusing me. I don't know why you picked it. You think it's because he's an alpha and he's I, like, I'm just going to do it and it'll be yeah. good. Nobody's going to remember that Avatar. It's James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah. I, like, all these questions, like, none of them have to do with the movie. Oh, yeah. I don't plot. think I have anything that has to do with okay. the movie either. My one question is, how do you feel about the casting of Sam Worthington, and why do you think they didn't go with someone more famous? Well, so I read that they cast Sam Worthington because James Cameron wanted somebody who was less well-known. He wanted somebody who you could have a beer with, I think was the quote that he had, that he was interviewed, and he said, um, he basically didn't want to cast a movie star because he wanted you to identify with the main character. Okay. Which... I mean... I didn't. I didn't either. <laughs> so, fail. Uh, I mean, I give him credit for trying to make a new star. Yeah, and, you know, I didn't find Sam Worthington unlikable. No. He's fine. No, I mean, I would. he just doesn't have the, in this movie at least, I haven't, I'm not really familiar with his other work, but he doesn't have the the charisma of somebody like, say, like a Jason Statham or somebody yeah. who like sort of looks like him, you know? Yeah. Like one of those actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Statham is like one of a kind, but... Those types of, I think that's kind of what, like, the edgy, edginess that Cameron was going for. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't really land with me. No, me either. Plus, I mean, I was like, okay, is he happy? Is he not happy? Is he, he wasn't happy. But then, I don't know. He was just, like, lame is, I he, think. He was he was an avatar for the audience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Cameron's, Cameron, there's levels to it. I said here... How did Grace get a Stanford crop top in Navi size? And then who I made that for her. Who made that for her? And then also I said, also this makes me think of my favorite conspiracy theory that Stanford doesn't exist. Yes. <laughs> you told me about this theory. Yes. Um do you know anybody who's ever do you know anybody who's been to Stanford? No. <laughs> but we live in New Jersey. I know. But I heard it online from somebody who does not live in New Jersey. And that's basically it. There's nothing really to the story. There's nothing really to the conspiracy yeah, theory. Nobody knows anybody who went to Stanford. Yeah, if we have any Stanford grads that listen to this podcast, and you have maybe you know proof. video proof, I don't even know. Maybe the video is doctored. I don't believe that Stanford exists. <laughs> <laughs> I love that theory. It's just like who went to Stanford? Andrew Luck. Yeah, Richard Sherman. Yeah. Um, 
Grace. Great Dr. Grace Augustine <laughs> uh, from Avatar 2009 <laughs> and apparently Avatar The Way of Water 2022. I'm going to look up Stanford grads. You, you don't trust any of them? Not a single one. Where is Stanford? California. Where allegedly. California? John Steinbeck, John F. Kennedy, Reese Witherspoon. Stanford don't exist. <laughs> Uh, who else we got? We got, oh my God, there's so many people. There's a million people who have, uh, Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> Manon just texted. Uh, he said it's in the San, San Francisco area. Okay. Um, oh my God, there's so, there's a whole Wikipedia page and it's like got like, like a hundred, 200 people. So that actually makes me think it doesn't exist. Yeah. If all those celebrities went. Yeah. And famous people. Roger Corman, Ted Danson, uh, oh. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, if Ted Danson went there, there's no yeah. way. Issa Rae, there's no shot. And, like Fred Fred Savage. These people didn't go didn't go to, to Stanford. Adam West dropped out. He knew. So did Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's no Stanford. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about that. So Grace is lying on her uh, with her Stanford crop top. Well, it's similar to how James Cameron has everybody in his pocket to say whatever he wants. Maybe yeah. Stanford is maybe uh, maybe James Cameron is like a is like a he's in on the Stanford thing. Yeah, and it's like he has to put it in the movie mm-hmm. because you know he wants to make people think that it exists. For I don't know why yet, but I'll get there. We'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, I haven't figured out. I haven't nailed down the reasoning. I said, what's the worst hair choice in this movie? Is it Jake's long braid? Is it Grace's 13-year-old coming back after her mid-year vacation on a cruise hair? Tiger Woods apparently also went to Stanford. <laughs> um, the worst hair is all of it. All of it? Yeah. Everybody's hair? All of the Avatar hair. Not the Navi hair. The Navi hair is fine. But mm-hmm. the choice of... It seems that the Avatar people chose their hairstyles it's like a sims thing yeah and they all chose poorly yes yeah and inappropriately yeah and very inappropriately as well yes. um i said one of the most confusing things about avatar is it's one of the my plot, friend gina's the entire favorite plot. movies oh. <laughs> <laughs> no Why but the other day she was, but the other day she was over and we were talking about it and she was like oh i haven't seen it since it came out and also i don't remember anything about it <laughs> So that's up in the air to me, if you ask. If you ask me, the last thing I wrote, and it's no, no capitals, no nothing. I just said, "How come none of them are like short?" <laughs> I don't know. They're all the exact same size. They're all like they're all eight foot three. All of, every Navi is eight foot three. I didn't even think of that. They're all the like the pretty all, much the exact same size. They're all extraordinarily tall. Muscular. Like, where am I supposed to be? Right. Short and stout. You could never be a Navi. Little teapot Navi. We don't have the little teapot Navi. No. Not a single one. They're all the same size. Well, maybe there are one because the movie's like eight hours long. I mean, I maybe I didn't catch every frame, but. Listen, I don't know. I think they're all very tall. I mean, that's the impression I get because the avatars have to be really tall. <laughs> but not that avatars sh- showed no love for the short king. <laughs> that's exactly it maybe avatar the way of water has more kind of height inclusivity from what i've heard it doesn't seem like there's better representation in avatar 2 no i think some of them are green from what you were oh it's a uh yeah nick palessi told us that it was a different tribe yes the Uh, water ones yeah they're green 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we'll be able to tell them apart from the other tribe. Yes. Great. Right. I can't wait to see but he, it. like, didn't even know that Kate Winslet was in the movie. He didn't? He said, he, right? It was either her or Edie Falco. He was like, I didn't even realize wait, who that, did? that was her. Nick. Oh, oh, oh. He didn't realize it. I thought you meant that Edie Falco was, might have said that. No, that no, no, no. she didn't no. know that Kate Winslet No, was he in. said when he watched it, he didn't know that Kate Winslet was in it until afterwards. My sister hated it. Yeah. Oh, she went off. She FaceTimed us. Immediately after the Immediately movie. after and talked trash about Avatar The Way of Water. I mean, Cameron's prized prized outing. I'm like, prized it doesn't sequel. go nuts. Well, he didn't say Avatar The Way of Water went nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm very, I, I'm just, I'm a little skeptical. Unfortunately, we're definitely going to have to watch Avatar The Way of Water because it'll probably be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to get nominated. So, you know, I'm just going to do my thing. I'll watch it, eat some popcorn, uh, kind of like, you know, look up recipes on my phone. Yeah, that'll be a really in-depth watch. Yeah. Really. We're really going to give it a shot. (laughs) Um, That's all I have. I don't have many questions, but I have a lot of comments. Okay. Oh, my. Yes, you do. Um. One of them is just a Stanford shirt, question mark. Crop top Stanford shirt in Navi size. Okay, so I didn't realize this movie involved space. Yeah, they're on the moon. No, they're not on the moon. I said <laughs> it in the plot summary. They're on a moon. A moon. In Alpha Centauri, which is the nearest galaxy, I think, to us. How did they get there? It's freaking however many years later. A hundred years. It's only a hundred years? Yeah, it's like 2154. Listen. Like what did we? What were we doing a hundred years ago? Pretty much the same thing. No. Churn <laughs> and butter, like, but it's all the same. Well, okay, we watch. We have that little thing called the internet now. We watch WWE now. Okay, they had <laughs> WWE in real life. What are you talking? They about? had they had like the two like really big guys from the from the village fight each other. Okay, that's the same thing. You're, you're telling you're me. You're saying that in 1922. <laughs> <laughs> they had the two guys from the village beat each other up and it was like their wwe we haven't progressed that much is what i'm saying since 1922 well we haven't 1922 was like that was like a few years before the great depression yeah it's like the same thing we're in that now <laughs> it's been a depression for a few years listen the past 10 years have not been great tom I mean, listen, Avatar came out and the world went down after that. Mm-hmm. We had reached our pinnacle. And now hopefully, now hopefully Avatar The Way of Water will bring us home. It's, will bring us back. That's beautiful. Yeah. But like, listen, 130 years from now, I just don't see us being able to yeah. travel to galaxies separate from Mars and it like to moons. Like, I just don't. No, see I don't it. see that either. Um, unfortunately. Uh, because well, some people might be able to the rich people like they're oh, you know Lord. the the crew of uh the guys doing all the space launches yeah uh, maybe Elon and uh, Bezos did one right listen they're not getting us to freaking no no they're Pan- going we're not going Pandora we're not going no uh it, did Bronson do one who Bronson Crow <laughs> yes exactly uh Branson Brands. sorry Richard Branson <laughs> I was thinking the other night um Bronson. Uh, okay. I Okay, so my first comment was, did not realize this involved space. And then my second comment was, why are there humans in this? 
Why couldn't it just be about like the Navi? What none of the humans' storylines matter. Because he wants Cameron wants us to feel like we are a part of it. Like we can connect to the characters. He wanted that. Yeah. And we could it's not like we couldn't connect to Navi people. I, I my big problem here is with the cast. Why? If you look at the, the major cast is stacked. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the major blockbusters, yeah. They all like the in history. They all have top flight elite casts. Not Avatar. Not Avatar. No. Not the number one. Not number one, baby. Not numero uno. That's right. Sam Worthington is the lead in the highest grossing film in movie history. Yeah. No disrespect to Sam Worthington. He's just not he's not Tom Cruise. Right. Uh you got you got Sigourney. I'll give Sigourney, you Sigourney. Sigourney, yeah, we'll take And I'll her. give you Zoe Saldana. She is like the only she's it's something she's like She's an unsung She's blockbuster been in movie star. A lot of blockbusters. She's an unsung I'll tell hero. You that. And I'm not talking about the shuttered stores, baby. <laughs> <laughs> she is my favorite in Guardians of the Galaxy, actually. She, she's she, so Oh my god, she's green in that. She's the most interesting. She's blue in this and green in that. Yeah, we oh. know the secret. Oh my god. Yeah. Zoe Saldana is great. I think she's the only one in Guardians of the Galaxy that has a hint of like Acting? Depth. No, no, depth. I am Groot. Let's not talk let's not let's not talk trash about Vin, okay? We're not talking trash about Batista, first of all. Yes, definitely not. We just watched uh, Glass Onion the other night. Very good. Which he was great in. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh yeah, so that's my that's And then but you got Michelle uh Michelle Rodriguez, but she's not a I don't count well. She's I guess family. She's family. But like, I guess Fast and the Furious, that cast isn't. Inc- oh, I, they got the that Rock. That cast is incredible. They got what the Rock. They got about? Statham. You got Paul Walker. Yeah. Well, Paul Walker again. That's his series. He's he's got nothing else besides. What, he, what was he in? Like Deep Blue or Into something. Into the like Blue, Into which the I blue. saw in theaters. Yeah. Um. He didn't quite make it as a as a top flight star outside. I think he of- was in She's All That. Okay. Listen. You got Vin. Okay, you got Vin Diesel. You got the Rock. After Fast Five, I think. You got Statham after six. Yeah, you got Tyrese. Tyrese, Ludacris. Ludacris. Who are at least that's a that that gives you more stars than uh yes, don't disrespect <laughs> Ludacris and Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're both they're both in there. Uh and I guess I don't know, they had Ronda Rousey in one of them. They had uh Gina Carano. Oof. R.I.P. her movie career. That is not star power. Um, but so I guess it is better than Avatar. Who else is in Avatar, the guy that gets like smashed in dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah, and then the guy that looks like the animated <laughs> villain small in soldier. Small Soldiers. It is. Wow, great cast. That makes it even more amazing that what Cameron was able to do with this movie. I don't know why, Tom. I don't. This is my biggest question. This is the most bewildered episode we've ever had. It's just like how. Did this make so much money when there is zero cultural impact? I don't know. I truly don't know. Like, there is zero cultural impact at all. No one cared about Avatar. There's that one segment of the HBO show How To with John Wilson, which I think I've mentioned on the show before. Great show. Uh, You should watch it, but watch. make sure you watch, I think it's episode four of, of the season. Of season one, yeah. Alone. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, one of the episodes in season two, 
he's basically a documentarian and he 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 goes around new york city and just like has like every episode has to do with some some theme and in one and one of them he ends up he always ends up in these wacky places like a mandela effect convention and uh spring break with the bang yes guy yeah bang energy drink guy. Were those those were separate Oh, okay. Spring Break was, was with, with Pauly D. Was with Pauly D. Yeah. And the other one, uh, he ends up at the mansion of the guy who owns Bang, Bang Energy. Energy. Uh, so anyway, he ends up at an Avatar like support group, and it's like all these people who are like oh, mega. It's just a fan club. It's not a support. group. Well, they used it as a support group. Oh yeah. Uh, it got like <laughs> kind of serious. It got deep. Uh, but those are the only people I know that are fans of Avatar. Like who like like fans uh, of Avatar? Like you could say, oh, I liked Avatar. It was cool, but like. Fans of Avatar. I just like who's collecting Avatar collectibles. Nobody. I don't know. Who is maybe clamoring there's... for it? But then again, it's made nine hundred million dollars. The sequel already, and we're we're filming this. Who's watching that? We're filming this a couple of weeks before the episode will come out. So yeah, I, I guess it's about probably going to make five bajillion dollars by yeah. then. Yeah. Okay. So okay, I'm gonna start with some of the good stuff. Here's my question. Okay, I'm not going to start with Who's had more of, of a cultural impact, Avatar or the Where's the Beef Wendy Sleep? <laughs> <laughs> more people have quoted the Where's the Beef Lady. I think I think if that's what you're asking. Who are we who are we bowing down to as cultural impact king and queen? It's Where's the Beef Lady and what's up, guys? <laughs> I was going to say the Six Flags guy. <laughs> All of them have had way more of a kind of a, you know, a place in my heart and a an important moment in my life than Avatar. It's it's I don't get it, but it's treated as and it's make it makes money like it's this ubiquitous thing. It's like, like oh, it's, it's Avatar. I'm gonna go see it. Right? Like, no, you do not need to go see it. Right? <laughs> like no one needs to go see this. It's just. It's a it's a visual spectacle. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, the people looked like not good. That's my problem with it. So I didn't actually look this up, but was Pandora all CGI? Like the I don't surroundings know. and everything? It's, I think it's done in a very complex way. I don't even like I'm like, okay. So I will say that the world looked amazing. The sure. scenery looked amazing. It, I remember in two thousand nine I saw it in IMAX three D. And I really thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. I think that the scenes where they're flying around and fighting and jumping, that stuff looks really cool. The problem is, and I always come back to the to the Roger Ebert quote about Top Gun, which was, the action and all that stuff is awesome. But unfortunately, at some point, you have to look at the characters and they have to speak to each other. Yeah. That's the problem with this movie. Yeah. It's that the character models are completely uninteresting. All the Navi look the same. Like, yes, it was difficult to differentiate people. And not only that, but they were uninteresting. They were uninteresting and the humans were uninteresting. Yeah. For me, the movie start and who am I? I'm an idiot. This these movies are making billions of dollars. I'm a moron. The movie to me should start with the story. Bottom line. Period. Story seen it a million times. If you don't have a story, if you don't have a great story, that's fine. I don't need the plot. I don't need the the crazy twist ending. I don't need any of that. Give me a character I care about. This movie yeah. has zero characters I care about. I'm but trying to think. Materia is the closest one. Yeah. And that's it. Like, give me the plot and the story, and then build from there. I mean, clearly Cameron's got 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 48 hours of 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 Avatar planned out. So 
Maybe we'll get there eventually. I just had an involuntary (laughs) reflex to yawn when you said that. Uh, Yeah, but I do have to say that I thought, obviously, the CGI is incredible. And it was the, while I didn't like the character models, the little stuff about it was really impressive. Like the way, like the sound, the way that they created like the jungle sounds, uh, the way the tails kind of moved and like the the braids were like really individual and everything. Okay. I think that holds up. I think it all looks great. Yeah. The, the, my, the minor details and the large scale stuff. It's just the concept of the Navi themselves doesn't do it for me. Like, I just feel like it would be better if it was just a blue people, white lotus. Like they were just rich people getting Let's ki- Let's get mystery. some drama. You want, you want, you want Navi drama. I at, want Navi drama. You don't think at they... the Pandora version of the of the Four Seasons in Sicily. So you're telling me that you don't think the Navi go home, turn on their TVs, and watch Real Housewives of Navi. I don't think they do. Of especially Pandora. after especially after the small soldiers guy blew their home up. Do they not have TV? They probably could if they wanted to. Uh, they definitely could. They live with they live among the land. They don't they, really do they that. They learned how to do it right, basically, and we're doing it wrong, is what Cameron's yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. They respect nature and yeah. we said, Ooh, cool, let's not do that. That was why Ebert loved this movie in part too, because he's a big he was a big environmentalist. I understand mm-hmm. that aspect of it of like, oh, see, look at how cool you could be and oh wow, cool. Humans are trying to destroy that too. Like awesome. they do everything good else. job. Yeah. Not only that, but imperialist colonialist humans. Right. I, I totally Americans. I totally get that. Yeah. And I, I think that's the, a cool idea and cool it, it is. It's just we've seen it before. He doesn't We've seen it in many children's movies. These done better. The themes and the characters and things like this, like the the, the tropes that I, that's what I'm trying to say, have been done so many times. But not only that, they've been done like you said, they've been done better and they've been done more interestingly. This doesn't add a twist to any of them. There's no there's no, you know, this is about a certain type of modern colonialism. It's it seems like a it seems like a, a clapback to the Iraq War, mm. um, but it doesn't it doesn't say anything that we haven't heard before, right? Which which is boring. It doesn't have to, but for a movie that's the highest grossing of all time, like we're trying to figure out why. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it, I read that somebody said that this movie. I don't remember who it was. Somebody said that Avatar is for was made for everybody and it was made for nobody. Yeah. Because it has no discrete audience. Yeah. But the audience is everybody because everybody saw it. That's so crazy. It makes no sense. It is the one of the most fascinating things I've ever seen. Yeah. Like about like just not the movie itself, but the 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 surrounding of the movie. I read something. I read something that the um the studio was so nervous about it not doing well. That they made sure that they put out Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle, at the same time, yes, so to... that it would actually recoup some money. And listen, was it the wrong choice? <laughs> they should have. <laughs> they should have given. I th- I think it was a mistake. I think they should have given the Squeakle its own weekend. Yeah. Beforehand. Justice for the Squeakle. Yeah, we got to do the Squeakle. <laughs> we got to do the original. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I say? Albert! <laughs> um, r- towards the end, I wrote, Michelle Rodriguez's character is named Trudy. Yeah, Trudy. Remember Trudy from the Amanda show? Judge Trudy from the Amanda show? 
Yeah. She was great. Bring yeah. in the dancing lobsters. Bring in the dancing lobsters. <laughs> Who was your favorite Amanda show character? Mm, she's up there. She was the That's reason true. I became a lawyer. <laughs> uh i liked i liked uh totally kyle was that the amanda show or all that totally yeah totally kyle i liked the the hillbilly brother and sister i yeah. forgot their names yeah i'm gonna hit you in the head with a, yeah yeah i'm gonna hit you in the head with a fish oh <laughs> how about doug spumoni or whatever his name was that was from hey arnold <laughs> do you know spumoni no i'm thinking of like josh peck always had like cannolis in it something was uh oh oh no uh what's his name Pierre Cargo was all that yes right? I liked Black Bleister it's oh, better much better. better yeah the only one I didn't like was the main that was <laughs> Amanda please <laughs> <laughs> what was her name uh I don't know but I'm looking him up okay so I don't know Amanda how we got <laughs> her name was wait a minute her name was Penelope Taint that's not <laughs> Her name was Penelope Taint. You know who else I loved? Mr. Gullible. Oh my god! <laughs> they'll be like, "Oh, Mr. Gullible, uh, our old te- our our normal teacher usually jumps through the window," and they'll be like, "Really?" <laughs> oh my god! What a disaster! No, do you know what I like? The girls' room. I, I like, like eggs. eggs. <laughs> this is our forty-five minute The Amanda Show segment of our Avatar. I'm from episode. Tennessee. <laughs> Oh my god. That was a god. great show, man. That was the best. Moody's Ye- point? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the other thing that I don't like about this movie is the small soldiers guy. I think he's the most boring villain in like the history of movies. He's just the evil. Like he's an evil haircut. Yeah. The small soldiers guy who's good in small soldiers apparently. I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Sorry to any small soldiers heads out there. Uh but I mean, the guy has nothing Yeah, but he's jacked. There's nothing interesting about him. He's jacked. And um I found out he's in the second one too. Thank God. Even know. though he died in this one. <laughs> there must be flashbacks. I don't think so. I was Al- talking to somebody who had seen it. It may have been it may have been Nick and uh Oh no. It was Alex. And I was like, the thing I hated about the first one was the villain and how uninteresting and boring he was, and he was like, Well, there's more of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, God. so one of the questions I do have before I let April back in is right here. What would you have made the avatar the the Navi look like? What would you have wanted them to? to I would be want like? different sizes. I would want maybe different shades of blue. Um, you don't need like they can all be blue. That's fine. It's fine that they're blue, but I would want them to actually look unique. Yeah. All of them were the exact same. Yeah, it was very difficult to tell them apart. You thought that. Natiri's dad was her mom. Her mom. Yeah. Yeah. They it's didn't... like he copied and pasted. Yeah. I'm, like, what are we doing? But maybe that's like the point. It's like, see, you think they're all the same, <sighs> but they're different. Okay. Well, that doesn't help me watch the movie. Watch the movie, especially when their language is in papyrus font. That is extremely distracting. It would be like very if it was in Comic Sans. At least make it bold papyrus. Yes. It was very hard to read. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would you join the Avatar program? <laughs> <laughs> Depends. On what? Did I lose all will to live? <laughs> Imagine like James Cameron tried to start up a program and it's like, hey, all you Avatar fans, 
you can join up. That's like the one thing they didn't do. Like all this other marketing, he should have just had an avatar program made. Yeah. We could do it. Maybe by the fourth one, that'll Appar- be the end. It's like an Uncle Sam call to call to action. <laughs> I want you, and it's Cameron's face. I've been doing this for 40 years to it's get these four time. movies up. Let's do it. Time to start it up. Uh, so what other movies from this time can we compare this to visually? I don't know. So like there's... Frank and Weenie? Yeah, I would go Avatar and Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Coraline? There, there was, I mean, I'm thinking like the years prior. So like we're talking about how much District of a 9. technological advance this movie was. What about District 9? District 9 is a good one. I'm also thinking like the Harry Potters. Oh, you're like uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Uh, Pirates. Um, it's better than those. It is. It definitely is. That's what I was trying to, I was trying to think like trying to put it into context of like how advanced this movie is. And over all the ones we just mentioned, I think district nine looks pretty good, but I haven't seen it in a while, so I could be wrong. Yeah. But it does look really good. It's just my, again, my problem is with the choice and the concept of the Navi. Yeah. It's not with the way they look. It's, I wouldn't have chosen them to look that way. Mm-hmm. It's not with the the technical ability of how they look right. and how aesthetically pleasing it is and how they move and all, all that stuff is really good. It's just I don't Although, okay, let me just say this. There's like a, a Disney World ride. Uh it's not the good one. It's the like the dark ride. What's the good one? Like, the good one is where you're flight like of the Banshee or something. Flight of Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage. It's the other one. And Oh, Navi, I didn't even mention the Banshee. Navi in the plot River summary. Yeah. Navi River Journey. And it's kind of oh, like yeah. an, it's a small world where you just kind of are on a boat. Yeah. And at the end, they're like, this is the best animatronic figure. And it's one of the Navi people like like doing something. And yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, that's not that good. Would you compare it? How would you compare it to the Hall of Presidents? Hall of Presidents. They're like, or uh, what's the one? Carousel of Progress. It's a great big, beautiful tomorrow. That one has animatronics, right? That one's supposed to be dated, though, because that was at the World's Fair. Yeah, so how does it compare to Avatar? River of whatever. Navi River Journey. Okay. Um, I don't know. Navi River Journey is probably better. Do you think that with the Navi, with the new movie, Navi River Journey, they're going to add a part where you can dive in the water? I hope so. Okay. Cameron, I, get on it. I would love that. Um, That's all I've got for questions. I, we're not recasting. We're not going to bother. N- who cares? <laughs> I recast everybody. Who cares? Um, <clears throat> another thing. Oh, another thing I didn't like about the character models was that I felt like he tried to do that thing that they do in movies where they give the, whether it's CGI or animal or whatever creatures, big eyes, like, yeah. like expressive Make eyes. Make them expressive. I think Natiri has that a little bit, but I don't think that any of the other characters have that. And they're like, why am I in this? Yeah, I mean, there's they're they're phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you think like ET and 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 uh, Doug and Up and um the fish guy in shape of shape of water. Like the reason fish why you, fish. Yeah, exactly. Part of the reasons why you get attached to these characters is because of their eyes. Mm. And I think that. They kind of tried to, they sort of, it was either they were trying to buck that trend or they were trying to lean into it, but it sort of got muddled in the middle. And I don't think that's something that doesn't work for me. Yeah. Do you think that's why Bratz dolls had such big heads? Who? Bratz dolls? Yeah. Bratz. So they could have the giant eyes? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Expressive. Yeah. Something to think about. Yeah. Think about Bratz, people. How about you open your third eye? What about Bratz? (laughs) No. That's my new conspiracy theory. What is <laughs> Brad's dolls are here to make you fall in love. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> prove her wrong. <laughs> Let's talk. We'll do Brat's talk. Uh, Open your third eye. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, so I watched a <laughs> like a behind the scenes thing on the sound. God bless. Um, I did it while I was working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Delete that. No, no. Knowing next to nothing about sound editing, just from like working on this, like this is all I know how to do. It's like nothing. Uh, I can't even imagine having to like edit together the sounds and the the like manufactured animal noises and and make it sound like a real thing. Yeah. Like that's cool. That's an underrated part of this that I didn't appreciate when I was watching it. Um, between because at the same time you're getting sounds that is like that are like running, breathing, explosions, shoot. Like there's like a lot of stuff going on, and it's a really impressive, um feet that they were able to do that and make it sound convincing sure there was a cool thing about the stunt doubles too uh they had to sort of fill in the motion capture segments so like i guess if they went back and redid something that the actors had already done they they had these like really cool uh stunt doubles uh and but uh sam worthington and zoe saldana did most of their stuff that is cool by themselves uh they they learned how to like they were showing Zoe Saldana like crawling, cr- crawling on the ground, like how like flexible the Navi are, like how they're like really agile. Mm-hmm. And she was like doing that, and it was cap- it was that's how they got the motion capture into the movie. That is cool. Um, yeah. And then I mentioned the thing about T two three D. So that's it was a cool little thing. It was like twenty five minutes long. Wasn't Gave anything. you a little more context. Yeah, it wasn't anything crazy. It was the actual featurettes from the DVD. Oh, so cool. That, that's what I watched. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, trivia. What do we got here? Yeah, he originally wanted the movie finished in 1999. Uh, he wanted the budget to be 400 million in mm. 1999. Yeah, the studios were like, no, no. <laughs> but no. it was. I mean, it's it's bold coming off of Titanic. Yeah, he said, "Listen, this is what I want to do." Mm-hmm. And you know, nine years later, or eight years later, or whatever, it got. He started. did it. Yeah, he was convinced. That CGI effects had progressed enough to make this film when he saw? Um, 2002. 2002? Um, Lord of the Rings. Gollum. He there said, all right, go. I can do this. There you go. Most of the animal noises in the movie are recycled dinosaur noises from Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this one I, I read and I was like, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Sam Worthington, who is, as we mentioned, Australian said in an interview that it was easier for him to master the Navi language than the American accent. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, we could tell. We could tell, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> His accent slipped a lot. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he'll he'll wipe his tears with all his Avatar yeah, money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, according to James Cameron, which I one of my favorite ways to start a sentence, the Navi are blue to create a conceptual parallel with traditional Hindu depictions of God. For yeah. example... Vishnu and his later avatars, which is a Sanskrit word meaning a manifestation of divinity in bodily form. But also just because Cameron likes the color blue. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. Sure. The Navi were partially inspired by a dream James Cameron's mother had about a tall blue woman. The idea of humans landing on an alien planet with a toxic atmosphere which necessitates breathing masks was an unused element from an original story Cameron had once written called Mother. The rest of the story had been used as the basis for his screenplay for Aliens. Okay. <laughs> In James Cameron's films, this is my last one before, and I have a couple casting ones. In James Cameron's films, allies to the main characters often have references to Catholicism. Hmm. In Aliens, the uh, the ally was called Bishop. In The Abyss, 1989, it was Monk. 
and in Avatar, Sigourney Weaver plays Grace Augustine. St. Augustine was a Catholic monk who brought Christianity to pagan England and became archbishop, and one manner of address for an archbishop is your grace. Wow. Yeah, don't know if that means anything, but apparently he does that in three of his movies. That's cool. Uh, Casting. I'm actually going to start from the bottom. Cameron didn't want to cast Sigourney Weaver at first. Because he said that she was his, she was the safe casting for that part. Yeah, because she was an alien. Yeah. Uh, the original considerations were Jodie Foster and Jamie Lee Curtis. They'd be fine. They'd be the exact same. They'd be the same. Yeah. Um, Michael Bine was considered for Quaritch. Okay. Who's the guy from Terminator and Terminator 2. Uh, Cameron rejected him because he'd already cast Sigourney Weaver. And he didn't want people to think it was aliens all over again because he was also the guy in Aliens, her friend in Aliens. And regarding Sully, as I mentioned, he cast Sam Worthington in large part because he was sort of an everyman, not a movie star or whatever. The first choices from the studio were Matt Damon and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. To Uh, what a blockbuster would want. Yeah. On on the short list were Chris Evans and Channing Tatum. Okay. Which are... Those all would fit. Yeah. Damon once revealed he turned down an offer from Cameron to star in Avatar, which would have netted him 10% of the movie's profits, which as of 22 is $290 million. Yo, Sam Worthington. He said he couldn't, assuming he got that 10% deal. Yeah. Uh, he said he couldn't because he was working on the Bourne Ultimatum. Uh. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Uh. Yeah. Should have done it. That's the casting. That's wow, that's the casting that's of Avatar. Michael Bine is great. Okay. Uh, he would have been a better. I don't know if I've ever seen him as a villain. Actually, Michael, please, <laughs> Michael Bine, Amanda Bynes. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. I don't know. I think that might be it. I think that's all I've got on Avatar. Do you have anything else? No. Tell tell us tell us something else about Avatar. <laughs> Avatar, the food in Pandora is pretty good. Oh oh, I have that in the Ebert review. Okay. I'll do the Ebert review first. Someone could talk food. Okay. Ebert gave it a four out of four. Bold. Uh, he said, Avatar is not simply a sensational entertainment, although it is that. It's a technical breakthrough. It has a flat out green and anti-war message. It is predestined to launch a cult. It contains such visual detailing that it would reward repeated viewings. It invents a new language, Navi, as Lord of the Rings did, Although mercifully, I doubt this one can be spoken by humans, even teenage humans. It creates new movie stars. It is an event, capital E. One of those films you feel you must see to keep up with the conversation. Like Star Wars and LOTR, Avatar employs a new generation of special effects. Cameron said it would, and many doubted him. It does. Pandora is very largely CGI. The Navi are embodied through motion capture techniques convincingly. They look like specific, persuasive individuals, yet sidestep the eerie, uncanny valley effect. I don't know what that means. And Cameron and his artists succeed at the difficult challenge of making Natiri a blue-skinned giantess giantess with golden eyes and a long, supple tail. And yet, I'll be damned, sexy. Roger. Ebert, what is going on, man? Roger. At 163 minutes, the film doesn't feel too long. It contains so much. The human stories, the complexity of the planet, which harbors a global secret, 
the ultimate warfare with Jake joining the resistance against his former comrades. Small graceful details like a floating creature that looks like a cross between a blowing dandelion seed and a drifting jellyfish and embodies goodness or astonishing floating cloud islands. I've complained, Roger Ebert, I've complained that many recent films abandon storytelling in their third acts and go for wall-to-wall action. Cameron essentially does that here, but has invested well in establishing his characters so that it matters what they do in battle and how they do it. There are issues at stake greater than simply which side wins. It takes a hell of a lot of nerve for a man to stand up at the Oscar cast and proclaim himself king of the world. James Cameron just got re-elected. All I can say to that is, everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> oh, man. Raj. Raj, that, Raj, Raj. I mean, but I got to say, I appreciate the enthusiasm. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah, he's the best. We just, we, we just, we continue to stand Roger Ebert. Always. Uh, so, yeah. The final thing. I have the Mrs. Nesbitt award. I didn't even think of anybody. I don't know. Nobody. I don't know what Who happened cares? in this movie. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Jake. I don't know. Sure. We're going to go with Jake. Uh, food. Let's talk about Disney World. It's good. I got tofu. What's the place called? It's uh, called Satuli Canteen. Yes. And you get like a bowl of whatever you want. And I do the the tofu, chili spiced tofu with uh, the noodles, the lo mein. And it's good. You got I a little slaw on top. I don't remember what I got, but it, I remember it being good. You got shrimp, I think. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, That's and it. I mean, there's no food in this movie, no. right? So... I think maybe there is, but nothing memorable. Oh, he has to eat eggs really fast before going back to Pandora. Oh, okay. So there's eggs in this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's interesting that they came up with a whole menu. Yeah, I love that. Of like Avatar-inspired things. Yeah. Without maybe they're in the books. Maybe maybe the Cameron Cameron <laughs> it's like novels. Five thousand books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But any Avatar heads out there, please let us know why. <laughs> just why? Uh, just in general, why? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, so does Avatar make baby's first watch list? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Avatar <laughs> makes it because it's part of the conversation. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not. It's yeah, not. that's true. That's true. <laughs> but it made so much money. Yeah. So why not go watch it? Yeah. Do you have any takeaways? No. I, okay. Be nice to the planet or whatever. So I said, related to the movie, I said, listen. It's important that when there are people who are like in the grind of certain issues that you listen to those people. Yeah, right? that's good. You gotta I like listen that. to the Navi. Yeah, they're you don't want to. We're not kicking them out of their place for the freaking unobtainium. Uh, you listen to their needs and what they want, and you react to that because you're not always right, you know. But now, in a broader sense, focus. Try to understand which of your ideas make sense and which don't work. Mm. I kind of all right. So mine is. Um, you know, people have passion for something like James Cameron really likes this. Go for it. Do Let him do it. Do your thing. Pump all this money into it. Who cares? Yeah, why not? Who cares? Go Stimulate the economy, people. Go off king. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's Avatar. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> that was a great movie. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing next? So I actually wrote down, I think I released this already by now online, but our, our January slate. Next week, we're going to do Grizzly Man. It's the best it's probably our favorite documentary it's so this good. is our first documentary that we're gonna do uh it's not boring Heck i don't know no. if you like documentaries or not it's not boring you should watch it it's on canopy uh which is the library card service 
Get a uh, library card. Tubi and Freebie. So it's on. F- there are free sources for it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not too long. It's like 100 minutes. It's so good. You really should check it out. It's about this guy named Timothy Treadwell, who is a... He tried to live with grizzly bears for... Like, a bunch of summers. Ten summers. A bunch of summers. And, and it didn't end well. Uh, it didn't end well. And that's not a spoiler, because the first time you see him, it shows his birthday and his death day. Yes. So... Uh, and it's Werner Herzog. It's Werner Herzog, who is amazing and the best. And he yeah. was in The Mandalorian. Uh, and then we're also going to do Spirited Away. Yes. We're going to do Knives Out. Yes. We're going to do an Oscar nominations episode when they come out. Yes. And we're going to do Step Brothers. So it's going to be a jam-packed month. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to go It's gonna go nuts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's it. Um, rate, review, subscribe, follow everywhere. YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. I don't know if we have anything else. I don't and go that. see Avatar, The and Way of Water. Go see Avatar, The Way of Water. We love you, James Cameron. Bye-bye. <laughs> see ya. <laughs>